0: It is chapter 3, verses 4 and 5.
1: But when the kindness of God, our Savior, and His love for mankind appeared, He saved us.
0: Micah 6, 8.
1: And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly? How does your faith affect the way that you're kind? Join us each week as we dig into God's Word with a guest. And at Revitalized Kindness, we believe that through Christ, we are a new creation revitalized. And as we follow Him, we can revitalize kindness. Welcome to Revitalized Kindness Podcast. My name is Dave Weaver,
0: and I'm Yvette Walker.
1: And welcome to this episode of the podcast. And this is this is this one's kind of off script because it wasn't one of our planned podcasts, but some recent news came about, so we figured we would cover it. The name of the episode is "The Enemy Is at Work," and it seems like as we've looked at it just recently, me and Yvette, that it's working in our towns and. Maybe one near you. We just realized we were, I was mentioning it from near where I live, uh, this thing they we're getting ready to talk about. And then the vet saw that there was some recent news on her side. Yeah, uh, just this week, just this week. And same f- for me all week long. We've been seeing things on Facebook and in the news, people upset about an after-school Satan club. So if that doesn't give you chills at the first, just mentioning that. And when we say after school club, we mean, yes, in a public school, uh, which might be hard to hear um, and understand. So we're going to dig into that today because, well, frankly, we're just kind of taken back a little bit and we kind of want to perhaps maybe give some scripture, look biblically at this. And, and, you know, just look at how it, it just makes us feel and maybe talk about some of those, um, some of the, uh, well, there's two things. Really, there's the Satan Club, but I think there, there might be an opposition to a club that is uh, called the Good News Club. So we'll talk about that, too. So one thing that I think that came to mind as we were looking at this and thinking about the beginning of the episode, I came to 1 Peter 5.8. And I'm going to read two v- versions. One is the CSB version. And then the next same verse is the amplified version. Um, so that verse is be sober minded, be alert. Your adversary, the devil is prowling around like a roaring lion, looking for anyone he can devour. And then that same verse in the amplified says, be sober, which is well balanced and self-discipline, be alert and cautious at all times. The enemy of yours, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. So, I think this is a, you know this is a warning from Scripture that we get that we just need to be alert and always conscious when we look at this uh, when we look at the Satan or the after school Satan uh, club, which is brought to us by the satanic temple as the, as they call themselves. So they're trying to make themselves just to look like, Hey, we want to get with your kids and we just want to teach them uh, to be critical thinkers and to be benevolent and things like that. So we'll read about that too. So they kind of, a lot of times, or, you know, sometimes organizations like this can, can use words that um, maybe mask their, I don't know. I don't know what they're, ultimate goal is, I don't know it, you know, we read about it online, but are we read some of their, their website, which we'll talk about that too. But, uh, I don't know, some of it, I'm just kind of, it's kind of hard for me to believe that that's the, the final goal for them. But anyway, what what's your initial thoughts? I mean, you were, you are saying that, uh, what is it? How did you say?
0: Yeah. I said, I was completely offended
1: Right. Offended. Uh,
0: by this, um, and I don't trust, I don't trust the mission of this. I don't trust because if you are not trying to promote Satan as a being to believe in, mm-hmm. why, why, oh, why, oh, why would you name this? The afterschool Satan club. And it's from a group called the satanic temple now i want to point out it's not the church of satan that's a different organization Mm -hmm. and the church of satan actually says that they don't agree with this um because they you know obviously i'm at odds with the church of satan as well but at least they do say it needs to be adults you know coming to this belief Mm -hmm. but but the school says that oh we're just we don't even believe that Satan exists. You know, basically we're just using it as a theme. Why? That makes no sense to me. Um, You know, their mission says that they want to focus on free inquiry and rationalism, the scientific basis for which we know what we know about the world around us and not to proselytize. Then why would you use Satan? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And when when they say Satan's not a real person to us, and it's a like a more they're taking it from a literary context, I think it's to some degree. Um, but they still say on one of their websites, I was or or one of the posts that I saw, they say "Hell, Satan, Hell." Uh, because this was in uh in speaking about uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. If you're from the area, uh, this part of the story that I saw came from a elementary school in Greensboro, um where the satanic temple approached them. And I don't know that whole story, uh, the way I understand it, you got to have some sort of like already, uh, interest in that. Um, so I'm not sure how that came about, but there's definitely some opposition to that as well. Cause they've had a lot of like prayer meetings and things like that. And probably some p- parents that just weren't crazy about the idea of that being available, even as an after-school thing. Um, but yeah, so, um, Yeah, I forgot my original point, honestly, Uh, but anyway, I
0: I can see why it's shocking. It's just completely shocking and why anyone would want to expose their children to the idea of Satan, even if Mm. they're saying that we don't, I mean, I just, I completely don't understand it. Even if you don't agree with, with any, if you don't believe or agree with Christianity, then why would you even bring Satan up? If you are an atheist, then you don't believe in any of it. Right? So if you're not in an atheist, but you don't believe in Christianity, then why would you say that? Well, you know, Satan's, and they have a song and we're not going to play it here mm. or, and we're also not going to provide any links, <laughs> but there's a song, no. a video on a song that says Satan's not an evil guy. It's like a singy songy children's right. song. Yeah. Why would you not, why would you say that? Well, we really don't mean the real Satan. There is no real Satan. Then why would you say Satan's not an evil guy?
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of confusion there, but guess what? Satan is the author of confusion. So that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense that that is the case. And there's some confusion in this chart. We'll talk about that in a second, but there's some confusion in this chart that we saw where they make a comparison between what the good news club's about and what their club's about. And they tried to indicate that the, the uh, Good News Club was doing this during school hours, but that's not true. Uh, so, again, just creating confusion. And so, well, let me tell you a little bit. So, on the other side of that, you have this, this club called the Good News Club, right? And it's brought to uh, places from an organization called the Child Evangelism Fellowship. And um, it is in schools. And it's after school as well, Um, so um, I'll tell you just some quick, real, really quick stats on them. The clubs, and this is international numbers, so this just isn't the United States. But there is uh, about one hundred nine thousand clubs, or a little over that, actually. Uh, Children reached twenty five million one hundred eighty two thousand four hundred twenty children's and a lot of teachers were trained nearly half a million uh teachers have been trained and these are volunteers um and and so you ask yourself one of the questions you may be asking is like how does any of this i mean how do they get away with that right so if if the satan temple is sort of loosely calling themselves a religion and of course you know our christianity is is a is a a religion and a recognized religion religion then how do they get into schools. And so there was a court case back in 2001 where a judge ruled in favor for good news club. There's a, if you want to look it up? There's a, the court case was good news club versus Milford central school. And um, the way that they're able to do that, any of them, and this includes the Satan uh, temple and the way that they're able to do that, they have to, well, first of all, it has to be after school. Can't be during the school hours. Um, there has to be, some interest, some public interest, um, for it. Um, you know, you just can't start a, a club without any members or any interest. There's a fee that people have to pay for these things. So those, those fees go to the school or the city. Um, and then, um, let's we'll see what else I'm trying to remember if there's uh, more criteria there. Let me read this actually. Um, this is from an article too. It says, why, why they can teach in public schools. So it said, yes, the gospel has been taught freely in public schools. Oh, I know the other point the the parents have to be involved. In other words, parents have to give permission. So, and, and by the way, the Satan club is the same way you have to have uh, parent's permission for that child to, to, to be a part of that. So, yeah. And that's how they kind of get around that. Um, Now said now in this article, now children in the U S have that opportunity to be a part of that type of club, according to that um, that 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 court ruling, and the case, um, the, so the grounds for that case. This is what they said: that when it was taken to Supreme Court, judges ruled in 2001 that not allowing the club to organize at school was based on its religious point of view was unconstitutional, and this is because the school is a public forum or an inst- institution where ideas are discussed and restricting and any program based on its ideas or viewpoint would go against freedom of speech. So that, in a nutshell, that's kind of how that works. So again, we're kind of probably still split a little bit. There's a lot of people, if you're listening to this, you, you're probably, there's probably a little all over the place. Um, we look, I looked at some comments. I know vet did too. And, and, you know, you see um, the, the Satan temple, in, in some of the comments on the, the post being very diplomatic about their, the, the, the explanations, um, when people are opposing them, but yeah, so they, it looks like they're trying to, you know, they're taking the comments and not, and not getting all, um, you know, crazy with it or whatever. I know a lot of Christians are upset though. You see a lot of opposition there because they're afraid of, of what that type of teaching might do, um, that type of exposure, and then, of course, the other side of it, there, there's that other side of where non-believers say, are hearing about the good news clubs, not real, maybe not realizing this is the first time I've ever heard the good news club and look how big it is. I've never heard of this, but apparently it, it is offered widely in the United States and other countries. Um, and so it's just like one of these things where I don't know, I guess we're split, you know, we're split anyway as a country, but I guess we're just split on these things because some people are like, well, it's it's a it's a thing between state and and uh, what are the, what is it called? State and church, uh...
0: church and state. Well, so all right, so here's where what I'm thinking about, and uh, I'm actually a week. It's a week before finals, and in my class, Intro to Media, you know, we talk about freedom of expression, mm-hmm. and I teach my students the First Amendment. So, as you may know, I am a former journalist, and so I do try to be objective. And I do believe, I do believe that people do have a freedom of speech and freedom Mm -hmm. of expression. If I, if I will not defend their freedom of expression and freedom of speech, then my freedom of speech cannot be right. But Mm -hmm. I, but I struggle, especially, especially as, as a black woman, I struggle with lots of, of, people who have ideas and opinions that go against me personally, I'm a human Mm -hmm. being. And of course, if someone thinks that I am uh, beneath them because of the color of my skin, I'm going to have a problem with that. Mm -hmm. But uh, like this, I have to look at the first amendment. So we know that the first amendment gives us five different rights. We have the freedom of religion and we will go back to that in a second. We have freedom of speech. We have freedom of the press, which is really any media now, we have the freedom to peacefully assemble and we have the freedom to criticize our government. So those are the five freedoms we have. I know freedom of religion, laws in different municipalities um, have kind of gone different places because of people who practice you know, uh, some kind of faith where you might have to kill an animal during a ritual. I mean, there's been lots of cases like Mm -hmm. this. Um, but personally, and I'm, you know, again, there's sometimes you just can't be objective personally. I, you know, I have an issue with teaching children, even to be conscious of, of Satan. I don't care if this group is saying that they don't really believe in it, but making them aware. And if you've ever listened to any of my shows, I've talked about even being, even seeing, um, Satan in, in pop culture and social media being being used as a tool for entertainment. Now I like a good horror movie, but using Satan as a tool for entertainment, where he's where he's being uh, popularized, that really really bothers me. So mm-hmm. you know I yeah I mean th- I definitely have a um, a split with this here because just because I just think it's dangerous. To make Mm -hmm. children aware of Satan in a way they're doing it in this club is so sneaky because Mm -hmm. they're the the picture of Satan on the website looks like the traditional red horned, you know, evil looking Satan. Then they Mm -hmm. also have another one who looks kind of like a, like a funny little cartoon, cute Satan. I just think it's, I mean, talk about slippery slope. Talk about slippery slope. I've got a real problem with it. And I'll be honest about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I do too. And and again, you, you, you know, you said uh, how, how slick of of them, you know, and that's, to me, that's Satan. Uh, Satan was very sly in the garden of Eden, you know, Mm -hmm we know that we read the story over and over again. And he was very slick about the way he approached Steve, Right. And, um, you know, I think the Bible, when, when I read that first Peter, um, verse that warns us of his intent, his, uh, you know, his, um, we just gotta be careful. We gotta be alert. And, um, if we're not, um, aware and, 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 and paying close attention to these things, you know, we were talking briefly, we didn't talk a lot about it, but I know another thing in the news over the last few weeks has been, you know, Disney and just the, the concern about some of the things, some of the messages that they're going to start really pushing even harder, um, on supposedly, um, in cartoons and some of their movies and such and such, and, From the videos that were released, it seemed very intentional that they were going to purposely do this. And so obviously we get concerned a lot of parents about certain messages at that age that might sway their opinions, especially if they're kind of slid in there. A lot of these things that they have in the cartoons, i read one thing that said, oh, it's only a 45 second shot. It's really quick, but it's slid in there, you know, amongst the whole backdrop of the whole movie or TV show that they're watching. So, you know, you hear about subliminal messages and things like that. And so just those things popping off, even if it's 45 seconds at a time starts to build up this catalog in a person's mind, even our kids, cause our kids absorb things. Right. And, um, so it just starts building this catalog of, of ideas and it helps inform their or form their ideas. Um, and everything. And so to me, that's scary because I know that's the, the, work of the devil. Um, you know, anything that opposes God like that and, um, and whether they will blatantly say it, I, I, I do believe from some, some of the things I've read that this satanic temple or what is it called? Satanic temple. They, um, they oppose things of God because, you know, that's when they usually show up. Um, you know, if we have, for example, if we have Christians rallying around anti-abortion, they show up for that, and that's that's documented. It's it's in their website. Um, if we start showing up in good news clubs and after-school clubs, then they're there. They're starting to they got a whiff of that now. That's part of their agenda. You can see that on that website. I don't encourage you to go to there, but that's, I'm just saying that's where we're getting this from their website. Um, and then you know what was the other thing that they were they were doing that seemed quite in opposition to, um, the, the church or, or, or Christ, you know, believers and things, but yeah, it's just thing. one thing they
0: say in their little cartoon and they repeat this over and over again is there is no hell.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: It's part of their little song. They say, by the way, there is no hell. And they repeat that over and over again.
1: Yeah. So one thing that they're going to do, and that's where, you know, we talked about apologetics and me and you know, vet, we're we're kind of discussing that word. And I didn't never looked it up to get the, the root meaning. Cause we we're like, apology doesn't make it sounds like apology, and that doesn't make sense to the meaning of what apologetics is. And you know, and again, you didn't hear us last time and you're like, what is that? That's basically uh, defending the faith is all that is. It's more or less, I don't want to say it's a science, but <clears throat> and in some way it is, because usually apologists. Um, they they are very well read in history and and science and other things. It's very technical in that sense. And you know, when as a matter of fact, when the Satanic Temple pushes critical thinking and and pushes the idea that we're not critical thinkers, that's exactly what apologetics is. It's a very critical thinking type of defending the faith. Now we can we don't have to be in a apologist to defend the faith we just need to be familiar with scripture and again be aware like that first peter verse when things don't sound right you know they always the bible says test the spirit and then be aware so you know when things just don't sound right that's when we're supposed to really dig in or we should um to see what scripture says so let's let's do that real quick and I may even went on a tangent there and missed my, my, my beginning point, but we're going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I do that a lot. That's just, I guess part of me. All right. So I got this a little short uh, excerpt from an article that I got from gotquestions.org, of course, uh, how qu- Satan can control our lives. It's not the name of, but this is what this section's about. It says the works of the devil affect humanity morally or, or, or excuse me, the works of the devil affect humanity, morality. Uh, it can affect you physically, intellectually, and spiritually. Morally, the devil entices people to sin, making evil seem appealing so that people choose evil over obedience to God. You can go to James 1.14 for that. Physically, the devil can inflict disease and seek to use physical trials to cause uh, people to curse God. And I know about the Job one, but the other one that I didn't know about, because uh, of course we see that in the story of Job, uh, you know, Satan goes to God and says, Hey, do I have permission to mess with Job? And so all these things happen to him. And then you could go to Luke 13, 11. Uh, I don't know if that's going to let me do it. Nope. That's going to mess me up. So you can go there and look at that. Intellectually, the devil seduces people into error, teaching false doctrines. <coughs> go to first timothy four one for that um and then he cast doubt and that this is the one that i think that probably satanic temple is specifically uh involved in in my opinion uh and a lot of people say imo all right so i'm learning i'm learning all that lingo <laughs> kiddos <laughs> anyway so he says the article says he cast doubt. Uh, that the enemy casts out and keeps unbelievers intellectually blinded to spiritual truth and gospel. So look at 2 Corinthians four um, verses three through four. He arranges distractions, promotes confusion. There it goes, that word confusion and that they cause people to act hastily, irrationally and foolishly. And lastly, but not definitely not leastly, Lee uh, spiritually, spiritually. He takes every opportunity to snatch away the word of God sown, sown in a person's heart. And that's Matthew 13, 19. That's not the verse, but that's again, that's the reference. If you want to look at those references. So there's many ways that Satan will go at us and we got to be careful and Satan will use organizations like the satanic temple. Although they don't quote unquote, believe in a real Satan, even though they say hell is not real they want to make it abundantly clear. You know why? I think, well, I don't, I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess at why they want to make it abundantly clear, especially in that video. Like you said, vet, they kept going back to hell's not real. Hell's not real. Hell's not real. And they kept going back to that because if they, if they, if they uh, indicate anywhere that they believe in a Satan, if they believe in a hell, they know the origin of those stories and they have to go back to the Bible for that. So then that they want to stay still steer everybody away from that. That's my belief. That's my opinion again, but I believe if we probably researched it, we would find that kind of thing to be true about them that they, again, and that's the way Satan works. Satan wants to pull us away from what God says. And again, go back to the sto- the first story that we see where Satan intervenes in, in with humanity and that's in the garden of Eden. And that's exactly what Satan tried to do. God gave a command about a particular tree, and what did Satan do? He got them to question what God said, so got to be careful you sure right. do
0: you sure do the the other the other thing i I question about mm-hmm. this group is um is is the why, so why do they have to have it? so they've said a couple of yeah. things they've said that they are there because the good news club is there. They pretty much come out and said it. They say that they don't believe in religion, but once they find religion in school, then they come. Right. So mm-hmm. that's not a real good why for me. Um, so what do children learn? They say that the, the after school Satan clubs are based on uh, a uniform syllabus that emphasizes a scientific rationalist, Non superstitious worldview. They use games, projects, and thinking exercises that help children understand how we know what we know about our world and our universe. So, this show is about kindness. My show, Possibly Joy, is about joy. Mm-hmm. The fruits of the Spirit that we have received from the Holy Spirit are all good things. And there's nothing in this mission or what these children learn that is kind is joyful, is peaceful. I mean, I, I don't see it at all. I mean, they, maybe they try to make the games fun. But again, I question the mission. I question the why of, of these clubs. And um, if they say that they want to emphasize science, um, you know, it, Christianity is not anti-science. And I don't no. know why people think that. You know, uh, the Lord, the Lord gave us, the Lord gave us science, the Lord gave us everything that the doctors know, the, you know, all the miracles and the, um, and I'm going to call, I'm going to call modern science, a miracle, uh, modern medicine, a miracle, because in many ways it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I mean, where does that come from? That comes from the Lord. So I don't know why people believe that, that Christianity is anti-science and they're using this uh belief to proliferate these clubs and it's just yeah yeah, i i really question i question their their real reason behind the clubs and um in a way and they say as much on the website well we don't agree with religion religions in the school after school so we're going to be there
1: yeah i think that's it I think just because yeah. just because I and you know I, and then again it reminds me of the works of Satan in a sense because it's like anywhere that god's people have are making a uh progress satan wants to come in there and disrupt that right mm-hmm. and, and to me the satan temple's kind of doing that same thing if we're making progress or if our voice is being heard on any any item it could be anti-abortion and things like that if we're making any headway they want to come in and kind of disrupt just, you know, dispute it or interrupt it by claiming to be um, more critical thinkers or better critical thinkers or whatever the case is to kind of like, again, like you said, you, you didn't want anybody to like make remarks about you, your race or anything or being a woman even uh, and saying you're below me well in a sense that's what they do they try to put christianity as being below them because we're not as smart we don't like supposedly we we we're not scientific at all there's no christian scientists which we know that's not right i mean you can look at uh what book is it i've got it right up there some of our greatest christian apologists though when they write their books if you look at it they they're 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 checking in with the scientists they're checking in with the uh uh i don't know everybody i mean people from law people from all segments of our world that thinkers philosophers even they they check in with them they look across the board they are informed they are critical thinkers because they don't go just i mean of course scripture is 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 the bottom line for them but again apology Apology while well, I said it. Apology is <laughs> <laughs> Apology. apologetics takes it just a step further. And and that's where like groups like satanic temple claim that we don't, we don't take it a step further. We just, and so for many Christians, you know, like we're, there's one thing that I think we talked about this recently and I've been talking to it. Uh, oh, we, we about the, you guys talk. So anyway, the, about biblical literacy. So, I think that's, that's a growing problem. You know, we've seen some stats recently and to me, you know, that's where we as Christians are going wrong. We're not even informed with scripture anymore. We gotta, we gotta get back into the groove with God's word first before we can get to those other things. Those other things are neat to listen or read and they're, they're interesting, but let's like, why, why are we, you know, so when we get those attacks or when we have clubs come in to our local areas, like the Satan club or anything like that, that opposes God really, then it's hard to really articulate. I think that's the word I'm looking for. It's really hard to articulate. Now you've got some of the the front people, uh, some of the leads or leaders of, of the satanic temple and others, they're going to be very articulate. They're going to come in there. They're going to sound very intelligent and things like that. And so, you know, when you see debates, you see that same thing, you see this, this, this level of intelligence. And so if you put like a regular, let's just say a person like me, uh, for example, just a regular old guy up against one of those people that are just super articulate and all of that. Yeah. I'm probably going to sound pretty stupid. Uh, but you know what? That doesn't mean that you're stupid. It just means that, you know, uh, Lang our, our language is is one of the most difficult languages to learn in the first place and that's not an excuse but you know as a journalist that y- you know you're you definitely articulate better than me but you have a background where you, you've learned that and um you know and i applaud anybody that that has that because that i think that's a power in our society Do you feel like that sometimes if people are able to articulate an idea it's it's really easy for people to kind of get on board with you. I, mean, I,
0: th- I completely agree. You use the word power. And what I think this is doing is they are using this uh, to normalize this image of Satan, even mm-hmm. though, and I keep going back to what they say, even though they don't believe in Satan, they say they don't, they, it makes, it just makes no sense to me. But if they are able to, as you say, articulated well, explain themselves in a rational way what they consider rational i don't see it as rational um without getting into fights or without you know raising your voice you know they begin to normalize this image of satan they you know in some cases it's a cartoon character in some cases it's it looks it's a scary satan with uh Uh, A Salvador Dali mustache and weird eyes and horns, (laughs) and it has like a he has like a little um, graduation cap on the top. I mean, you know, and he also is using his fingers. He has two fingers up, Mm -hmm. and I'm not a I'm have never been a Boy Scout, but isn't that the Boy Scout salute when you're holding up the two fingers?
1: That's funny because they showed I so I I watched one video I think it was on a TikTok that that, uh, one of the Satan temple folk, um, was talking about that. And they, they showed a picture of Jesus doing the same thing. And, um, I forget what they said about it, but they compared it to this, 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 I guess, fam- famous portrait of Jesus holding up the, the two fingers. So I don't know what that's related to, but one person did kind of like go through the different aspects of it. And it, it's very symbolic to them, pretty much everything about that particular statue, Each thing has a a symbol or a meaning for them. I I just can't remember.
0: It's just ridiculous. And the other piece about it that I have an issue with is the satanic statue is the image of Satan with the goat head and the children are around him and on his lap and everything. That's very chilling and very creepy to me. What is this? What is this um, obsession that these Satanists have with kids? I don't know. I don't know. And so to come in and say, hey, we're the after school Satan club and to lie and say that they don't believe in Satan. I'm sorry. I don't believe it. I don't trust it. I don't believe they're just, quote, educating with Satan, which is their which is another one of their little catchphrases. I don't buy it. Personally, I don't buy it.
1: I don't either. I don't either. So I've got I got three ways. There's probably more, um, but three ways I thought of that maybe we can respond to this. Um, so let's look at these real quick. And I think I mentioned this a few minutes ago where God is moving, there will be opposition, right? Yeah. From the world and our enemy. Um, and so look, just a couple of verses about opposition. Uh, first of all, Matthew 5, 10 through 12 says, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when uh, others revile you and persecute you and utter all things, kinds of things, evil against you falsely um, on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great. Heaven for those, uh, so for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And then um, Matthew five forty four reminds us that. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who, um, persecute you. Um, and let's see, there was one more that I wanted to read. Ah, first Samuel two, I think it was first. Yeah. First Samuel two ten. the adversaries of the Lord shall be broken in pieces against them. He will thunder in heaven. So from that, we got to remember what the end of the story looks like. So be encouraged in that, um, but you know Amen. Again, Amen. Yeah. So, you know, we really let's not get I'm riled up. I, I'm gonna say it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna digress real easily on this because I, I'm believing in God. Um, I know how the story ends, and um I know I'm supposed to be opposed. Um, and I and I know there's different ways that's gonna happen, and some are very, you know, more nonchalant, like this temple, because this temple is not gonna affect me you know personally but it's going to affect the communities around me so in some way um and again it's just another i think a foothold that that satan gets and so there's like this one up you know on us kind of thing mentality another uh way i think is good to respond is we are again we're called to be the light into the world not to spread more darkness so there's enough darkness in the world so you know, kind of going back to the way that they're responding to things in a diplomatic way. I mean, we need to practice some diplomacy. We need to um, definitely um, be cautious, not really cautious, but I guess just just careful in um, the way that we respond and, sp- and, and, and respond in truth, but in love. And that's a hard mix. We've talked about that before. It is such, it's so hard because some things do dude, dude, like this, this this thing, this really riles us up in a way that you know maybe our responses aren't the best and i apologize if we said anything that might offend others but at the same time it's like you know we we feel offended and i think that's something our country goes through a lot too honestly we one group's offended one group's offended because they're offended it's weird but you know and then then who wins that and it's just this constant struggle that i that I I believe we're, we're in as a country. And so we we don't get caught up in that or try not to, Uh, again, we're called to be light, a light into the world. And to do that, we kind of like have to steer away from stuff like that and be the better person as we've probably heard that before. And, and, you know, that's more of a, Uh,
0: are you talking about turn the other cheek? Maybe.
1: Yeah. That kind of thing. Exactly. (laughs) I was just saying, that's kind of the mom and dad response, but then, you know, there, of course, there's that biblical response, turn that cheek. Um, but we got to be that better person. And then also think about this. This is the third way um, that maybe we can respond. Count this as an opportunity um, to reach others for Christ. Because again, that's to, for us, that's kind of like the end goal. Um, like somebody said, uh, I think it was Vance Pittman. He's a, he's a pastor out in, um, I think it's Lost Las, no, Las Vegas. I was about to say Los Angeles, Las Vegas. Um, but anyway, he, he said that getting to church is not the end goal. And what he means by that is basically like, sometimes I think we feel like when we become a believer, as long as we go to church, we're good. That's it. I mean, you know, many don't even make it to church, but you know, if we go to church, we're, we're counted as good, but that ultimately though, that's not the end goal for Christianity. It's not just to make it to the church. Um, in reality, it's to make it to the outside of the walls of the church. Um, church is a meeting place place of worship, um, a place of teaching, place of discipleship, a place of fellowship, where we can all gather together as believers and do all those things. All those things are biblical. But we're also, if you look through the book of Acts, they didn't stay in the church. What did they do? They traveled. I remember going through uh, the book of Mark. It's in one of my Bibles. I just saw it the other day. I forgot that I had done that. But and it's the shortest gospel, right? So it's the shortest in length. Um, but I circled every instance of when Jesus moved, like when he went to a different town, a different location, there circles all over my Bible um, in that, in that whole book of Mark, he's constantly moving, um, you know, you can see that in any gospel, but since it's such a short book it's they're very concise, they they don't elaborate or Mark didn't elaborate as much. Just kind of like, uh, it's the quick, it's the quickest gospel to read. If you're interested in, and if you haven't read the gospel, I encourage you maybe start there, uh, kind of the cliff notes, if you will. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so I circled it and there's just a bunch They they did not, it was no stagnant. What's the word stagnant, but yeah. maybe, yeah, they, they were not stagnant at all. So count this as an opportunity um, we can get out again, um, and um, and you can oppose it. You have that right. They have the right. Uh, the The Satanic Temple has a right, you know, legally, to to try to to get into the schools because we've we've gotten into schools that way in the after school programs, um, and so we're, and they're doing the same thing. But you know, again, maybe there's there's opportunities there to reach others that don't believe. And again, you can do you can reach. Others on social media if we're especially if we're careful about how we, we we say things and just lifting others up and encouraging things or encouraging others and maybe like um again if we if we I think the more we know about our Bible the more that we can speak about it too and that's that's what we really need to be doing so anyway i just you know, I just,
0: a, I just want to really qu- really quickly jump in and talk about response you just talked about us being diplomatic mm-hmm. I really like the one case we looked at several instances of them. these clubs opening and there was that one case where after the club was open Christians came and did a prayer circle and just prayed and Mm. that's it they they didn't they didn't protest they weren't carrying signs and screaming and whatever they just they just did a prayer circle outside the school and prayed you know that's a great response
1: yeah yeah absolutely um there's a um can't recall their names right now, but it's a, it's an apologetics group that uh, go out to, um, abortion clinics and the way that they respond, they don't get into people's face and, and make them feel bad for coming there. But what they do, uh, they, they go and pray for people. Um, they do try to seek opportunities to speak to some of the ones going in there. Um, they, they give them, you know, scientific proof of, uh, when life is formed and all those kinds of things, but they also offer counseling and, and, you know, because sometimes they do realize that sometimes, um, ladies go in there for reasons that are, are, you know, circumstantial in their life. That's really tough. Maybe they're there because they, you know, maybe they were raped or something. So they realize that sometimes that they, they just need somebody to talk to. And maybe somebody had and no one in their life has taken that opportunity. So they're, they're building bridges and that's, that's what we, those are the types of things we we have to do as Christians is keep building bridges as part of building community. We talk about that a lot um, too, but that's a, that's a way that you build community, build bridges with others. Don't, don't, don't try to shake the tree all the time. We, we, as humans, we want to do that. We want to shake that tree because we got shook by something and we're, we're upset about it. But if we can, exercise some diplomacy, we might be surprised of the types of conversations that we can have that might be life-changing for somebody. All right. So that's, that's good. That's good stuff. Anything else, Bet that you can think of in terms of what we talked about?
0: Just, um Just keep praying and just understand that, you know, there are people out there, and I don't know who these people are or why they, are part of the satanic temple and want to form this club, but there are misguided people out there. There are people who, um, you know, I, I, I do believe strongly in intercessory prayer. And so I think we need to pray for the satanic temple. I think we need to play, pray for the families who allow their kids to go to this club. Um, prayer is strong. And I think we do need to do that.
1: Absolutely. I agree with you wholeheartedly more prayer. And again, I encourage everybody to get into scripture more. Um, let's do something about those stats out there. And we may have a conversation about that later, but anyway, yeah, this is, a this is good. I mean, you know, we, we are um, I think we're a little appalled about, uh, those types of clubs, but at the same time, I think this is good conversation because this reminds us of how we can respond to opposition. Um, this, re- this, re- this is a good reminder for everybody, how Satan's working in, in different ways. And just to be aware. Um, I think that's kind of the thing that we, we get from today's show. So I think this was good. I really appreciate you, Vet. I hope everybody is wonderful getting God's word and, and, um, revitalized kindness people. All right, we'll talk to you later on the next one. We'll see you then.